Welcome to this episode of 50 Minutes of Experience. Today I'm with Marcus Valderrama. Uh, it's a pretty morning, so we can hear the chicken uh, sounds, but uh, it's the pretty funny part of uh, the podcast. So welcome to this podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So I, I'm happy to, to have you here today. Today we talk a bit about you, a bit about uh, your experience as a photographer, not only. Uh, I would like if you can say something about you, uh, where you are, what you do, and uh, yeah, a bit of uh, information. Yeah, so like you said, my name is Marcus Valderrama. I am a street photographer, uh, mainly based in San Francisco, California, but I've been on Oahu in Hawaii for like the past month or so and uh just working on a project but also just doing my regular work so working remotely because we're in the middle of a pandemic so i'm allowed to work remotely from out here for the time being uh i'd say that's that's pretty much it for me okay so you are a full-time photographer no no i i work in software okay. uh but uh i wish one day that's the that's the plan but for right now, I work in software and I do photography for fun and I do some like portrait sessions here and there for money, but not not enough to pay any bills by any means. Okay, okay. Now just, I mean, this curiosity, uh, even this podcast, uh, I am uh, like to collect to understand how people survive. And uh, I mean, also for me, it's uh, personal things I'm interested in. And uh, yeah, it's pretty funny because a lot of uh, people work in software, engineering, uh, cyber engineering. Uh, they they like to do photography in the other side. I mean, I, I know a lot of people here in Berlin, for example. Uh, they come to my meetup. They work ev almost everyone to in, in relative to to software, or uh, they doing something related to that, and they come to the meet meeting of photography. It's uh, quite funny that things. So uh, let's start a bit to talk about your uh, photography. So what to say, you're a street photographer. I can uh, say that uh, you work uh, pretty much also in analog. Uh, and uh, I wanna ask you to start to tell me uh, who you think you are if you watch your picture. Who would I think I was? Or I'm sorry, what was the yeah, question exactly? Who you are if you uh, watch at your picture? <laughs> if you watch at your picture, what what the person you think the people you are? Oh, like as another like in comparison to another photographer? No, comparison to to I mean, let's say you know we have an idea of uh, who we are, uh, and then our picture reflects in a way part of ourselves. Uh, so I mean, it's. Uh, uh, it's a rhetorical I, question that uh, also I'm provoking a bit you, then we can uh, a bit jump and uh, uh, have fun on that also. I think people would think that I'm very curious 
and uh i'm not necessarily like a confrontational person i mean if you if you look at my photos i get close but i'm not necessarily uh taking advantage of any sort of situations of people in in misrepresented or bad situations a lot of the photos that i choose to show are kind of funny uh they i try to be unique but i just like catching funny situations or unique situations as much as possible so just someone who's more so curious than anything else okay so yeah i can change uh it's reflecting a bit that your picture so it's uh... You are not far away from watching yourself. So uh, I'm curious to ask you, what do you look at uh, then something can surprise you? I think it's it's just finding like unique people or unique situations going on and just trying to make the most of it, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, uh, I mean, a lot of times I'll just come across people dressed in a funny way or doing some sort of unique action and, and trying to just place myself in the right, the right place to, to, to make a good photo, or at least what I'd like to consider a good photo. Okay. So and, yeah. and and usually when you do it portrait now I'm watching at your portrait on the website. What do you do? Imagine that I'm in the street and you want to take a portrait of me. What do you say? A lot of times, I mean, I'll I'll just go up to people if I think that they're dressed in a unique way or they have some sort of look. I I can't really describe what that look is, but to me, I just I just see it and. A lot of times I'll just go up to them point blank and just ask, hey, you know, may I take your portrait or I like this about you. Can I take a picture of you? Things like that. Uh, a lot of portraits, too, are people that I may know, uh, like friends of mine. So that's something that I wouldn't say is one of my strengths, but I'm, I'm looking to get better at in, in 2022 is it's just getting better at portraits in general. But I wouldn't say it's any of my it was it's one of my strengths quite yet but hopefully i progress a bit this year okay so i happened never that you say to someone hey you look so weird <laughs> with this clothes i can't take can i take a picture of you <laughs> i like how much you're weird or things like that yeah i mean it's not so much like hey i think you're weird but it's like oh like you're your shirt is really unique or your hat is really unique or, or something like that. Like it's more so like giving a compliment because I don't want them to feel like I'm disrespecting them in any sort of way. It's just more so, uh, there is something that I like about it. Even if it is weird, it's weird. Doesn't always mean that it's bad. It, it could mean that it's like different or it's one of a kind. And, uh, I want to capture that moment time because i may never come across somebody wearing that particular type of item again or, or something of that nature yeah sure i mean it's a it's a word uh can have a double sense i mean it can be positive it can be negative deception uh, exactly so, i mean it's uh, always how we want to figure out what someone is saying to us uh, i like a lot there's uh, a series of picture you made of uh, uh, people uh, with the slogan or just 
sentences i love i'm i'm scrolling to them on your website so i have now in front of me this one the blood of jesus cleanses thin holy people <laughs> one and one john it's a really funny uh collection and uh, oh I'm, yeah i always thought about doing uh open call of um slogan on t-shirt i mean i would love to doing a book of only picture of people the most weird things you ever found on t-shirt i think yeah it's really really funny you know the message you can find it because i saw stuff really not crazy more <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's wild i've been getting into thrifting a lot more recently and just going through all the t-shirts there's there's always a bunch of weird ones or unique sayings and once you see people on the street wearing them you I, i always try to get a photo if i can but it it's it doesn't always work out the way i want but i know what you mean it would be it would be a pretty cool series if you had people from like all across the globe with different photos of people wearing t-shirts that have weird sayings that's that's that would make a really good book one day or a really cool zine or something like that yeah i think always about when i do it the book it's uh maybe the best way also to have a bit of fun i mean it's really rarely to find the books uh especially of photography that they uh engage a bit of fun inside i mean if you if we look at the picture of martin Barr and book of him yeah there's a lot of fun but uh, usually it's not like that i mean uh, there's always these um vibes of uh, people want to do serious things you know uh yeah Literally just uh, some months ago, I printed out a fanzine uh, just for fun. Uh, it's this one now I'm doing a giveaway. Uh, it's an edit and uh, an edit zine. And I put it inside just picture uh, collected from uh, other photographer friends or people I met in the podcast. I said to them, okay, just send me some random picture. The most crazy things you have. And uh, I put it down, you know, this funny, funny fanzine. And yeah, that's the start with the uh, welcome motherfucker <laughs> you know, yeah. so and and the cover there is uh, the ape with the the dick uh, pending there <laughs> so and uh, i always think about okay when I, I have to have a book uh, yeah for sure i look for also the aesthetics of pictures but uh, i will love to have something that i watch and uh, i smile you know yeah it's a uh, really uh, something uh, impressive in a way uh i'm uh, curious uh, uh to ask you how much uh, uh you select your picture because on your instagram i can feel it that uh, there's a lot of selection so to, to are the reason or you don't shoot really less or you select a lot <laughs> uh i would say i'm very selective once it comes to to what i put out there into like the universe uh there's like only a select few people that get to see like the raw and uncut work uh but the ones i'm very selective once it comes to what i put online like either whether it's on my website or on my instagram just because i don't know i, I like i hold myself to a pretty high standard once it comes to photography just because i've i've looked at a lot i own a lot of photo books like i've looked through a lot of photo books like i study the grades and like I strive to like even make a photo anywhere close to what 
the kind of photos that they make, like a Martin Parr, like a er, Elliot or where it, or like a Winogrand, like those are all people that I like really look up to. And to be able to make a photo of that magnitude is like kind of what I strive for. So if I feel like it doesn't live up to that standard, then like I'm not gonna necessarily share it right now. I might share it like later on, but I also have like, there are a lot of pictures that I keep to myself because I wanna use it for a project, whether it be like a zine or a book later on. So like, I don't want it, I don't want to put it out there because I once, I feel like once it's out there, then, you know, people have seen it already. So one day, I mean, if I do, in my, yeah. in my experience, I was to say to you, uh, I was thinking like that. Then I started to think about that probably who buy the book is for sure not the one is following me on Instagram. <laughs> And I'm uh, uh, 90% sure about that because I've seen, uh, I mean, I know who buy the books from me and uh, uh, there are people, most of the time, they don't have uh, social networks. Uh, they don't look a lot in the internet. Uh, they prefer much more to have the, the print in the hand. So it, uh, it's uh, sometimes, you know, I mean, uh, I'm totally agree to keep something secret. Uh, and then to push them out. But I'm also from the point to say, probably, yeah, you're show, showing something you think is the best, but probably the best then uh, is not there. And you're yeah. keeping too long to show them. No, that's true. That's a good point. I mean, there are a lot of photos. Like, uh, for instance, uh, I just got Daniel Arnold's book that came in for me yesterday. I don't know if you're familiar with him, uh, but I just got his book yesterday. And there are photos for sure that I've seen of his that he put on his Instagram or on his website or whatever. And he, but it still didn't necessarily like ruin the book for me. Like I thought that the book was really good. Like it was exceptional, you know, and like that's he's somebody who's I, I've looked at his work for many years and I've, I've really enjoyed it and just to see it in print and to be able to spend like more time with it and like almost like a more personal time with it was was uh really great uh I mean the entire book was great but I I think it's a lot different of an experience to look at a print rather than like look at your phone or look at a phone screen uh I think it just it, you can be easily distracted once you look at Instagram or you look at somebody's website and just like open a new tab and go somewhere else or have music playing in the background. But once you're looking at a book, you're kind of just in that zone of like studying the photo or looking at the photos and really just taking it in. So I get your point. I mean, that's something that I was thinking about last night too, is like, maybe I should be sharing more of my work that I will be sharing later in a book or a zine, even though like I might be kind of scared, but maybe that's partly because I, I'm very, I could be insecure about my work. And like, that's why I don't want to always put it out there as much because unfortunately like Instagram kind of, you know, it messes with your head. If you're like really invested in it like that, where you're worried about likes or followers. And so like, sometimes I don't want to yeah, put something out yeah, there. I, mean, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't, uh, really care about comments, likes and follow. Uh, for sure now, for example, I'm doing the giveaway and uh, yeah, I'm uh, seeing that there is not a lot of people 
uh, I mean, it's not. Uh, I was not expecting to be, become famous with the giveaway, but uh, uh, you know, I was not uh, also expecting that uh, less than fifty people uh, wold uh, a book. You know, a book that uh, I spent uh, seven months to make it. <laughs> so it's uh, it's like you know, um, pity situation, but. Uh, uh, yeah, this is also the other side uh, of uh, photography, you know. Uh, uh, what I would advise in this case, uh, I would say, I mean, as a curator and publisher, I would always say publish as much as you can uh, you can in your life. I mean, uh, because um, more people publish, uh, more people uh, are aware that uh, buying uh, uh, books or zine or a print uh, uh, means first to support the person uh, doing that things. Second is, you know, we're going to select uh, a kind of heritage of what we really like. And uh, yeah, and also giving uh, much more value to the uh, what we watch. If I'm your follower in this case, no? And uh, I think that you doing great picture, even if these pictures are there, on Instagram, I for sure uh, uh, buy also the zine because I want to see better, uh, you know, I want to have a bit of my intimacy, I want to share with my friend, I want to share with the people who come at my place, and so on. Uh, this is the, the, what I, I think, yeah, it's, it's uh, always nice to publish uh, because uh, it's totally another feeling to touch uh, the picture, to have big formats sometimes, even also to uh, even better remember the picture. I, mean, I think, yeah, if uh, everyone remembers the picture of Enrique Tebesson, it's because they, they are uh, uh, on many books, not because they are on many social media, you know. Yeah, that's a good I mean, point. I mean, I, I talk probably the example not good, but uh, let's let's talk about, for example, um, I don't know, Jael uh, Meravitz, okay? There are many books, uh, it, many people talk about it, many people use it. Uh, uh so you can see it uh, and uh, the the picture stuck in your mind in a way uh but it's really difficult to that picture of someone on internet stuck in your mind in my case uh that <laughs> during the podcast during the selection and so on it's pretty easy that uh, i watch thousands of time <laughs> the same profile page uh, then i remember every picture so when i see a picture um uh for example, in the Explorer, I think, okay, this is the picture of this guy. I, I mean, it's quite easy that I recognize the style, the, the movement. But, uh, I mean, it's something you have to do it every day to really then feel it. Anyway, um, what I want to ask you is, uh, uh, there is something outside that you didn't catch until now, and you will uh, absolutely catch it. Oh, what was something... Well, I'm sorry. Could you repeat? I mean, there is something. There is something you didn't catch until now. I mean, you didn't shoot until now, and that you want absolutely, absolutely doing in your life. Oh, that's a great question. Hmm. All right. So there was one time once I was in San Francisco. I was walking down the street, and there was a woman, and she had a book she was walking on the street and she had a book balanced on her head and I tried to get it, but it just came out of, it was out of focus. Like I, I didn't get her in focus at all. And like, I, that's like one of those photos that I want somebody that's like 
balancing something on their head like not holding it at all just like walking or whatever with something on their head like uh jeff mermelstein is probably one of my favorite photographers and he has all sorts of weird photos where people have like a book in their mouth or like holding money in their mouth and just like something about like the head region and objects being around it but not being held by the hands is it's it's weird it's like it's it's weird in a weird way it's weird in like how i am saying it and i want it i want to get something like that yeah i want to get something like somebody holding something like balancing something on their head or holding something in their mouth i just i haven't come across it yet Damn, cool. yeah and and uh, uh i'm curious uh that the in the in your experience uh, uh in the street uh in what you talk until now, uh, there are some uh, kind of scene uh, that uh, you think uh, give you some uh, lesson. That gave me a lesson? Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I last about a year ago, uh, I was here on Oahu and i took this photo of a woman who was standing outside of a store because she was wearing like one of those big sun hats and i was i thought i would make a, a good photo with her standing in like the archway of this door and i i took i took the photo and like as soon as i took the photo i knew it wasn't going to be good because she had like a yoga pad or like a beach blanket or something that was blocking her face so i was like okay this one is a dud uh and then like a second later i hear somebody yell like hey you just took a picture of my wife. And then he like ran up to me and he's, and he tried fighting me. And then like the cops got involved and all sorts of stuff like that. And I think one of the, the biggest things that I learned from that was not to hide my intent. Once I'm taking a photo, like at this point, I've realized that uh, most people know I'm there. And so it's kind of better to just so in almost invade their space and if they say something then like not to take the photo but like i'm gonna take the photo at that point if if they if they don't acknowledge me then they they don't care that's kind of like my attitude so i'm gonna get close and i'm gonna take the photo and at, and then the photo will live on forever on instagram or wherever at that point yeah. if it's good so that's the biggest thing i learned in the street before in the podcast uh, with another one, uh, we were talking about, uh, yeah, I mean, same topic, uh, book. Uh, it's uh, really nice to have a book. Mm -hmm. So I said also that for me, it's like kind of um, have an exhibition at your place, wherever you want. Uh, but to jump to this other point, I also said something that you're yeah, probably someone will be upset about <laughs> what I said. But uh, I said, yeah, you know, many photographers, uh, I met, uh, um, they say, yeah, uh, they don't want to cross some border or there is a kind of uh, ethic uh, in the street. Uh, so some of them, they don't shoot at uh, homeless, they don't shoot at, uh, I don't know, some kind of situation. And they said, uh, uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck, I shoot everything I want. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even if someone come to me and I shoot a picture totally in front of the face, say to me, delete the picture, I set uh, some button on on uh, the camera to, to just hide the picture. So they think it's deleted, but I don't delete. I mean, that's why I learned that uh, after some years, no one will remember anymore 
anything. I mean, uh, it's probably that after one week, you won't remember anything. Yeah. Because we are totally in a world uh, full, fully overdose that, uh, yeah, it will be this a stranger, a fucking stranger took a picture of you. That's it. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I just don't want to bum people's day out. Like, I don't want them, to, I don't want to ruin anybody's day, but I completely agree. Like, most people will forget within a week that that even happened. Uh, but it's just in, in that moment uh, that, in that particular moment, that's like the only time I ever would ever debated on giving somebody like my role of film or, or anything like that. But after that, it's, it's kind of like flipped a switch for me. Like, all right, like I just gotta be honest with my intent and just get the shot. And like, if they say something, then, you know, I can apologize, run, but run, run. <laughs> that's it. You know, I'm just, not like, just I'm just run. gonna go for it. Yeah, I'm just gonna go for it at this point. And, and uh, what do you also think uh, it will be really exciting if uh, someone one day say that, oh, I took a picture of you in the street. I mean, uh, you know, I always expect to scroll Instagram and find myself, uh, I don't know, in the street of Berlin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? I, I definitely have been in San Francisco where I have had people take my photo, whether they like came up to me and they wanted to take my portrait or they just they did it street the street photography where they just yeah. like took my photo and walked away and i've always wondered like i've never come across any of those photos like i don't know where any of them live i've never seen them on instagram or on anybody's website or anything so uh it at first i get shocked but then i think about like how many po photos of strangers do i have like it was inevitable at some point just being out in public just being out on the street that somebody was going to take my photo without asking me like I kind of it was inevitable like I can't get mad at it because I just do it so often so yeah. it is what it is at this point and happened also to you that I mean something happened to me for years uh, and I was getting crazy about that uh, that uh, you go usually you know on the same area to shoot the picture and then uh, yeah um, I don't know you took a picture of some stranger and uh, then you see this stranger and you think that you know them like you know like uh, like you've met them to take a beer or something like this like you know for real and apparently to me something like this i remember that i shot a picture of, uh, of a woman at a tram station and after probably some years i've seen this woman in the in the metro line and i thought about oh fuck, i know this girl but when I met this person, you know, and I yeah. was still struggling with myself. And I went to her and said, hey, you don't remember me? Yeah. And, and then after I talked with that person, it probably, yeah, she was lying because she said, yeah, maybe yes, yeah, or something like that. I, I thought, da, 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 da. and then I realized that I never met that person. I just took a picture of her. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, that is pretty funny that I, I have come across situations where like I, I will repeatedly see like the same like characters over and over again or things like that and like there's actually somebody out here who uh, I was taking I took photos of him while he was playing chess and then like I was walking down a completely different street like a couple weeks later and he's like I was taking a photo of somebody else and then he's like oh that's gonna be a good photo and I turn I see him and I was like oh dude like 
I took a photo of you like a couple of weeks ago. And he's like, oh yeah, send me those photos. Like, I'd love to see them. And I'm like, oh, the, real, right for sure. the real social network is there out in the street. <laughs> yeah, it's it's out there. It's alive. It's in real life. So it, it's a great thing. But yeah. it's it's funny once you come across those people you see repeatedly or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I love it. I mean, it's really a nice feeling to stay uh, in the street. I mean, in a way, if also if you go walk on the same street, some people uh, kind of know you or they might think that they know you. And uh, this creates also, you know, this feeling to be really feel present in the in the situation, in the neighbor. Uh, I mean, you feel at home, I think, totally. I don't know if you uh, are basically from San Francisco, but here that I'm not from Berlin, but I'm here from some years. Uh, I really like that uh, maybe near people don't know me, but uh, I totally have the stamp of them face in my mind. So I feel like pretty at home, you know, because I see this face and it's kind of, I know them. Yeah. And, and no, Happened in other city, you know. I, I was living in other city, and then when I go in that city and I go in a bar, for example, in a cafe, and I found the same person still working there, I feel like wow, cool. Yeah, no, it's always great running into like the same people working at the same shops or or what have you. Uh, I I always enjoy that. Like it doesn't. It definitely feels more like a community. Uh, especially in cities like San Francisco or Berlin that like are constantly changing or or gentrification is happening or things like that like to see like familiar characters and to know that they're still around is it's a beautiful thing because it, it it gives like some sort of a uh, feeling of stability in those places yeah so uh I come across two questions the first one is uh have you ever uh, told to document your daily life? I mean, not the street life of other people, but yourself? Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't really think so. I feel like my, my life, like I think I do some sort of things that are exciting outside of like my street life, but for the most part, I, I like to keep them kind of to myself. I mean, there, there is a series I'm working on that's like on being kind of like road trips and camping and being on the road uh, that I, I want to put out a zine or a book this year uh, that I've been working on for a while. But like outside of that, I feel like my everyday life is, is pretty ordinary. You know, I go to the gym, I, I go to work, I cook at home. It's like, I don't, I don't really, I'll document it for myself more than anything, but I, I feel like it's, it's you know, pretty regular <laughs> a yeah. lot of the times. I, I'm curious because, yeah, it's, uh, you, you have a kind of uh, straight line, I think, as uh, the job you do it, uh, I mean, it's always probably the same uh, uh, tram tram, no? I mean, change the task, but the position is there. Like me, uh, I'm working most of the time in front of computers, so then it's uh, not uh, really this. I mean, change the task, but not the position. Yeah, most of yeah, the time, exactly. I'm still with pajama and uh, and working there, you know. So it's uh, it's not uh, changing a lot. But yeah, I'm uh, always curious about uh, uh, the point of view of uh, the photographer of them life. Uh, I think it's always nice to see your life from the point of view as to be also a photographer. 
think it's a, a really a challenge because it's really hard to doing that to document yourself. Uh, I mean, it's much more easy to go out and uh, if you should be picture of other people, other things, uh, other cities and so on. But when you have to shoot in a way yourself, uh, yeah, you have to be really, it's a real challenge, you have to keep. Yeah, no, I agree. It's definitely a challenge. Uh, I mean, I try to document things at home or if I'm with family and things like that, but my photos, they never come out quite the way I want them to. So I did too, it, for sure. <laughs> this is the yeah. part of my life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They never come up like I want, but uh, <clears throat> what I learned is uh, also that uh, they will never come up like I want because the picture are in our mind uh, are the reflection of what we see of others and not what we see of ourselves. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, this is the first point uh, to learn when you want to do it to work as an outdoor photographer because Otherwise, you will uh, struggle a lot with yourself until, you know, this uh, kind of masochism uh, that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's masochism because uh, you will uh, uh, continue to think about, I oh, know it's not enough, no, it's not good, this is not really, this is shit. But in the end, you will never see yourself. You will just always search someone else. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point. That's a good point. And uh, the other question was, uh, uh, I have seen that you did you do it also some uh, selection we can see on uh, this collective uh, buyer film. Oh yeah, uh, help me to don't misspelling Bay Area film. Yeah, Bay Area film. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, so then I keep uh, this uh, occasion to ask you that uh, if you would like to see. Uh, something in particular from other photographer if you think there is something that's really difficult for you to 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 discover and uh, yeah you will be really excited if you find out something uh, like that like what you have in your mind oh man that's a great question so as like any question you can find on google if you want I mean, as like a moderator or like a curator for that page, like I, because we're kind of, we're kind of limited in like the pool of people we can select because we only choose people that shoot photos in like the general Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. And so there's only, we only have such a large pool of people to, whose work we could choose from. Um, but like the types of things that I look for, like, you know, I, I like things that are really gritty or have like an interesting story behind them. I mean, uh, I want things that are really beautiful in weird ways. Like I, I think a lot of the things that I, I choose are things that kind of reflect who I am. So like things that make me curious, things that, that will draw my attention. I think that, you know, people, some people can, can take photos of like really good still lifes and, and things of that nature, but that's not necessarily what I'm drawn to as a photographer or as a person. Like I can admire like a really good like garden, but like I'm not necessarily gardening, but like some people really love taking photos of like flowers yeah. or uh, things like that. And like, like that's just not me. So like, that's not necessarily something that I'm selecting. You know what I mean? Like I like, like I've always, I'm from where I'm from, like 
you know, classic cars have always been a part of the culture. So like, I like classic cars, even though like that's an analog photographer, like, uh, you know, cliche, but like, that's always been something that I've been into, but like, I want like a unique photo of like an old low rider, not necessarily just like another photo of a car in a driveway. So just things like that, that it, yeah. it's definitely like helped me as a photographer, like being a, a curator for a page because it's, it's that's also made me more selective in like the photos that I, my own photos in which I display. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bay area film. Everybody go follow Bay area film. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really cool page. I mean, I like, uh, I for sure, uh, we follow, for sure, we take some inspiration for uh, uh, searching new uh, also photographers to get in touch with. And uh, um, last, last question, and uh, last question that uh, require a question. Uh, first, uh, there are some photographer out there, a friend of you, non-photographer, where else, people, that would you like to invite to this podcast? And then if we invite them to this podcast, what will be the question you will give to them? I mean, it can be also a really shitty question that they, they are provocated from that, yeah? I mean, you can have also fun in that. Um, I guess like one one of them is like one of my best buddies who I shoot with pretty often and his his Instagram handle is uh at the real tofe a uh so t h e r e a l t o f e um he's like that's like one of i guess you could almost say he's like my sparring partner or something like that you know he's somebody I shoot with pretty often and i would say uh he's also someone who shoots like almost strictly analog. And I would say like, my question would be like, when are you gonna go digital at this point? <laughs> uh, that, that'd probably be my question for him. Uh, yeah, I, uh, that, uh, yeah, I guess I'll end it there. I think that, that's, that's, that would be my person and my question. Okay, cool. So uh, later I will ask you to, to send me question and, uh, and uh, Instagram of this guy. And uh, yeah, we will uh, put him inside uh, of this uh, questioning. And uh, yeah, thank you a lot for your time. Uh, it was nice to get in touch with you, to talk with you, to have a bit of fun with you also, and to also reflect ourselves a bit. And uh, yeah, I advise everyone to get a look in the description with the, the link to your website and your Instagram. Yeah, to have a look on uh, by Hidia Film. Um, it's also really interesting. And uh, thank you again for your time. No, thank you for having me. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. I definitely want to come out to Berlin. So hopefully we can connect at that point too. You're welcome. I mean, it's, uh, uh, I'm open to meet for sure people I meet in the virtual world. In the, in yeah. The so it's, uh, it's a really a pleasure for me that we can also go and shoot and grab a coffee or what else. Yeah, sounds good, man. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you want to learn more about us, you can visit the link allmylinks.com, Berlin Explorer, or our website, bxproject.com. And if you want to follow us, you can always get news from Instagram on our account, BX Project. Thank you again and see you in the next episode.